Welcome everyone to It Tastes Different Gaming Podcast, podcast with four different flavors coming from four different gamers. I am your host, Shane Eisterhold, and I'd like to welcome my co-host, Nick Irwin, Patrick Smith, and Russell Rowe. Hey, Patrick. Where can they find us? Well, the first place you should check out is our website at ittastedifferent.com. This is the place where you can subscribe to all of our streams and connect to all of our social media sites. You can also find us on Facebook at it tastes different. Uh, we're also on Instagram at it tastes different PC. And then last but not least is Twitter, where you can find us at it tastes diff. What's for dessert? We stand in the aisle trying to choose between Hostess and Little Debbie. Who will win the fight? Tonight we're going to discuss PC versus console. What is everybody's opinion? Tonight let's start off with uh, let's start off with our primary PC guys here. Let's start with Russell. Russell, what do you feel? about pc and console well it's slightly ironic that you say that i'm a primary pc guy because really out of the three of us i think i'm in a transition i'm a i'm a caterpillar uh, blooming into a beautiful butterfly i don't know what else do i say about that i was a huge pc gamer when i first started gaming massive i mean all i did was pc game initially of course as a child i had nintendo and all that stuff but as i became an adult i I, and computers became machines of 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 playing these games i immediately went pc i mean uh some of the early games like dungeon siege and and half-life and all that just hooked me into pc gaming and so for a solid i don't know i want to say a solid 15 to 20 years i was I was very, very much a PC gamer. Me and Patrick, uh, there, there were times where you know we're on the phone and, and I'm trying to duct tape fans to, to, to computers just to get another leg out of them and stuff like that. So you know, but the thing about it is, is, is as I've gotten older, and the, and the consoles have seemingly, I don't know, caught up is the right word. I don't think that that's the right word because I think. I'm going to be probably middle of the line as as much as anybody actually in this whole group because there are games that play much better and are much more fun on the PC than the console, but the console is catching up with some of those things. Uh, some of those games are starting to become playable. Um, one thing I know, we'll probably get into a a, a conversation about this, but I'll, I'll throw it out there so so that Patrick can can kind of think about this a minute. A good game that I go for an example is Diablo 3. Diablo 3 for me, I actually enjoyed it a little bit more on the console than the PC, uh, but that was that's kind of a, a of a example for me of like how the console is starting to catch up. I think with some playability with the PC, that there is my biggest example of how I'm kind of turning a little bit more towards a console. I don't know if it's if it's ease. Or if it's the fact that I'm not having to upgrade my computer every two to three years to really compete with or com- or, or com- uh, keep up with the ever-changing graphic uh, requirements of, of PC gaming, but for the most part, um, I- I've kind of like I said, I've 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 blossomed into this uh, console primary player where I still come back to the PC for specific genre games, strategy games, definitely. Uh, those real-time strategy games are definitely uh, um, something I come and I play on the PC. Uh, but I'm going to go ahead and, and throw it to Patrick since I kind of kind of threw his name out there a little bit and let him continue on with, with what we're talking about. Well, what can I say? 
Jesus loves all the little children. <laughs> I love all consoles and and, and computers. <laughs> you know, I can't. I I can't I can't understand the huge debate or fight amongst the groups to be perfectly honest cuz I'm in the boat where in my opinion some games play better on PC than they do on console and vice versa. Some games just play better with a controller in my hand. And you know, and and there's plenty of examples of both of those, but I will be in a complete disagreements with Russ on that because I uh, on on his Diablo choice because Diablo plays better on the PC. <laughs> for me i don't i don't like how they've mapped all those buttons on the controller i just can't get used to it there's too many buttons to map into four buttons and some triggers and some thumb things so i just prefer my i prefer my uh diablo on the on the pc um but there are games there are plenty of games that are better on a console and i'm a little bit opposite some people too because i prefer my you know i i'm getting to the point to where i prefer my fps games on the console because of the controller and, and, you know, I used to love them on the PC because the mouse and keyboard just seemed like the perfect combination of, of using your crosshair as your, as your pointer and then, you know, having your, your buttons mapped to, like, space or, you know, your fire buttons or whatever, your triggers on your mouse, you know. But, you know, I'm getting to where I'm probably playing a little bit more console games these days than I am PC now. I mean... I'm always been a fan of MMOs belong on the PC because I don't know how you can map all those buttons to the console and but there's a few trying. Um, I love my grand strategy games. Those are 100% PC games for me. I cannot play them on console. I tried to play like like Halo Wars on there and it's just I'm like nope. Give me my mouse and keyboard. Get this controller out of here. I I play every console that's in the current generation. I mean, I have a I have a Switch, I have a PlayStation. I don't have a PS5 because that they don't exist yet. But I have an Xbox and you know I have a PS4, and you know I have a computer and I play all of them and I play video games on all of them. My computer, my computer's become more of a workhorse for me than a gaming rig anymore. But it's you know it's it's hard to it's hard to say one is better than the other because in my opinion they fit their own little niche. Um, you know, especially for me, certain games that I'll play on here, but there are games that they just don't make on the consoles. Like we all played, uh, Phantasmophobia recently, and it was a computer only game. If you want to play that, you gotta have a computer. I think we're getting into a kind of a scheme where there's a, the, 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 the gap between what's on PC or console is getting smaller and smaller. Everything just about comes out on everything anymore, except for exclusives but when you think about like sony exclusive they eventually come out on pc uh most games that come out on the microsoft consoles come out on the pc uh nintendo's kind of an oddball one most of their stuff that's first party doesn't come out on pc it's first party so it stays on the switch nick what are your thoughts on this pc versus console gaming dilemma yeah i'm in the same boat as you are is i find that certain games are good for pc and certain games are good for console I play on all of them, same. So, you know, it just depends on what type of game I'm playing. If I'm playing a 4X strategy, yeah, that's going to be PC. Uh, I would agree, Diablo, I I can play it on console. I prefer it on PC. Most RTSs, I prefer playing on PC than console. And it really just depends on, for those games, you know, for certain games that are designed for uh, keyboard and mouse, what platform they were designed for initially right uh, because we have seen with halo wars you know and that's one you brought up um that game for me in my perspective that game can be done on on console it, it, i think it works well now would i prefer to play it on pc yes uh 
I prefer to have a keyboard and mouse, but for controller, I think it works really well. And, uh, you know, I don't think I could play like Age of Empires on there, but, you know, those Halo War games were designed for console and then put onto the PC as well. I mean, at least the first one was. I don't know if about the second one, but the first one was definitely designed for console uh, in mind, right? So they developed it for that platform and then threw it on the PC later, I think. It, actually, I don't think it even came out initially on the PC. I think it came out later on PC. Whereas Halo 2 came out at the same time. So I think they kind of had a coalition going on there with both platforms. But, yeah, I mean, I I like to play on everything, anything I can play on. I prefer console in most cases because PCs, you know, the nice thing about consoles is they have that kind of, integrated kind of structured platform where you just play the game or you insert the disc and it just plays right you don't have to worry about you know because you think about it when you go on the console when you open it up and you start playing the game do you go to the options menu maybe you do and maybe you go to the options menu to like for a console maybe you turn it turn on subtitles or maybe you go there to invert your y-axis or maybe you go there to uh you know now that we have newer consoles and stuff maybe you go there to see the options for for graphics as far as performance mode versus uh graphics mode right and that's about it but when you think about pc games when i think about pc games the options menu is the first thing i go to and that's changing the video options and various things like that and then finding the right combination of resolution and graphical fidelity on a pc on my pc right or whatever pc you have to play the game where it looks good and can still function without a bunch of frame rate dips and other various issues like that whereas a console has a very structured platform where the game in most cases the game is just going to work right out of the box. You don't have to worry about going in and messing with all the, all the settings and various things like that and making sure that your PC can support the game that you're playing, right? You just go in there and you, if it's made for Xbox or if it's made for PlayStation, you just pop it in and play it, right? And that's the thing I like about console. It's an easy thing to get into. It's just plug and play, basically. You know, we've gotten a little bit more advanced where it's plug, download, and play, but <laughs> it's essentially it's essentially still the same concept as when you know the first late, uh, alliteration of of consoles, uh, where it's it, you know it's still essentially that plug and play concept, uh, whereas PC is more plug in, configure, and play, or plug in and hope that your PC can play said game, right? Um, so, you know, it. It really just depends on, you know, in a lot of games on PC, you can play with a console or with a controller. So, you know, as long as that game has controller support, which a lot of games nowadays do. So it really just comes down to where you want to, I think, personally, it really comes down to where you want to invest your money, right? And, and also where, where your friends are playing. First off, with investing your money, do you want to invest your money on your PC and keeping your PC up to date to play the newest titles? And if so, you know, stick with PC and, and, and play that. You know, it's an expensive hobby on PC. I think a little bit more expensive than console, whereas you can buy, you know, nowadays you can buy a $500 PlayStation or a $500 Xbox and play the newest PlayStation's stuff. PlayStation's not real, don't forget. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Not the imaginary PlayStation. Yes. But, you know, in concept, 
that's how it's supposed to work. Um, but you can buy those things, a $500 console, play it, you know, and any game that comes out to you, you can play it and, and it plays well. Whereas a PC, you know, in most cases, depending on where you go, you know, you're not going to get the type of fidelity that you do with a console like the newer, like a, a Series X or the imaginary PlayStation 5 that you do with a $500 PC, right? You probably can't build a PC equivalent to those for $500. I'm pretty sure you cannot. So you would be spending more money. And then, of course, the uh, upkeep of a PC is a lot higher than I think than a console is, personally. You know, that's just kind of where I see it. But as far as gaming on both, uh, you know, I love gaming on both. I'll play on my PC, games on there. I'll play on my console games on there. Just depends on what I'm in the mood to play. So, you know, I'm down for both platforms, you know, PC and console. I don't really care. As long as it has the games I want to play, I'll play it. You know? I'm in so. agreement with that for the most part. I mean, you know, at least, you know, to some extent. Now, if you're all about, like as Nick said, if you're all about graphics and performance, the console is never going to perform to the specifications of a built-up PC. I mean, even with the new consoles, the Xbox Series X and then the PlayStation 5, they're $500 machines. Yeah, the imaginary PS5. <laughs> they're, they're, they're good machines, but they're never going to stand toe-to-toe with a $1,200 or $1,000 PC. It's just not... It's not feasible. I mean, Microsoft and Sony can get the price down. I mean, I don't know if you can equivalent equate it to anything, but maybe you can equate it to a $700 PC or an $800 PC. Um, but, you know, anybody who's building a computer, you know, are going to build things that... Because uh, the, the big the big push, in my opinion, for PC over console gaming for a lot of times is, is, is graphical fidelity and performance. Like... You on consoles, you're most of the time locked to 30 to 60 frames per second. On a PC, you're pretty much unlimited, unlocked frames. You're at the limitation of what your hardware can push that you build. You can get 80 frames, you can get 90, you can get 120 frames. You know, you can get up there. Uh, it's just what can your hardware sustain, and you're just not going to get that with a console. But that PC may last you, in my opinion, longer. I don't know. I don't know how to gauge that. I mean, we're coming out with a new console about what every seven to eight years now is when they're they're putting out a new console somewhere around that time frame. I think uh, we're getting a new console. About, right. I mean, 360 and PS3, they, they those were out for ten I'm years. Ten before years, yeah. The new consoles came out. Now the Xbox One and PlayStation Four, that was around like seven, seven. to eight years or something. I thought the 360. But they had, but remember though, those. I'm sorry, Pat. But remember though, the Xbox One and the PS4 had uh, mid-gen refresh. That's true, right? That's true. Console. But you didn't have to get those, is what I'm saying. No. You could have stuck with those, and and the, that's the benefit of the console. You basically have a five to ten year guarantee that you're going to be able to play whatever game that they put out for that console. Because you know, depending on how long the console goes into into production for, you have five at a minimum. Five years. It's been most likely seven plus years on average. I bet if we probably went back to it, because I think, uh, you know, the original PlayStation was back in the early '90s, early mid '90s, uh, yeah. somewhere around there. And they didn't come out with a new PlayStation Two until the 2000s. So yeah, and they only did that really just to compete with uh, Xbox, right? New came then, out the know, year before, and they saw they were doing well, right? And so, like I said, you know, I think 
you know, that's where you're going to run into those differencing people because even Microsoft's making it to where you can play mouse and keyboard on some of their games now on the console. I've not tried it. Has it, have any of you guys tried using a mouse and keyboard on your Xbox? PlayStation yes. 4. Oh, no, no. Sorry. Yeah, like Russ was saying, PlayStation 4. PlayStation 4 has had that forever. Right. Yeah. Uh, Microsoft just started to introduce that towards the end of Xbox One's lifespan and now Series X, which is kind of surprising being that they're, you know, the creators of Windows. <laughs> I, think <they're laughs> so biggest, I think their biggest thing was, is, you know, and, and I will, uh, and anybody who plays games should be able to easily admit this, competition in multiplayer when playing with a keyboard and mouse versus a controller, you have an advantage on, like, FPS games. I'm sorry, but you just do. Oh, I could, absolutely. Well, I could unless you're my... one of those insanely talented people with a controller, which there's a small percentage of that, but, I mean, obviously. Those people that are super talented with a controller, if you give them a mouse and keyboard, does that that's probably going to make them even more talented because I can move across the screen with my mouse a lot further and quicker than I can with a thumbstick controller because you're limited to the what the controller puts out, the force that you're using. You cannot adjust the sensitivity enough on that controller to do what I can do in, in half an inch on a mouse in like a fraction of a second, millisecond, to what you have to do on a controller with your thumb. It oh, just, there's no correlation. That's strange because like, I mean, you have as many gamer friends as I do. And I mean, it's like, it's like, almost split down the middle when I get, especially the younger crowd, when I get to them, I'm like, I'm like asking them, I'm like, well, you know, you play first person shooters. Yeah, dude, what do you prefer? Oh, I have got to play it on PS4. I've got to play it on Xbox. I'm like, you see, so you've never computer. But then there's a couple of three of them as well that say, Oh, you know, like, um, there's a young lady at work that uh, I work with. She's overwatch. Like she plays the heck out of overwatch. She streams it. She loves it. And I'm and I was like, oh, so you have Overwatch for Xbox? She looked at me like I was crazy, and she's like, no, you don't play Overwatch. You play it on PC. I'm like, oh, that that you know, like because for me, I'm the same as you. I would much rather play those games, but I am getting better, I think, on the console with first-person shooters. So I don't know. I mean, yes, I agree with you in the essence of what you're saying, Patrick, but I also tend to disagree with this new generation coming through that that a lot of them do love. Well, I'm not talking about whether they love or not. I'm talking about technicality. And they're good at it. I, I but think I'm just talking about it. on a technicality point. That's yeah, the whole on, a, reason, on a technical aspect, that's the whole reason I Microsoft think you're right. Been. I mean, that's, that's Microsoft's stance on it. How do they control multiplayer? That's been their stance on it for a long time. How do we keep multiplayer on a level playing field? If Because that was used to be the big, the big, big issue with allowing cross-platform play between PC and Xbox, was how do I control the advantage the mouse and keyboard gives an FPS player versus the controller. Because even Microsoft admitted that you have an advantage with the mouse and keyboard. I can do things on a mouse and keyboard that you can't do on a controller. I can macro the crap out of everything on a keyboard and you're not doing that on a controller. I can macro out I can macro out sections of my screen that says if I hit one target coordinates X, Y, this, that, do this and that. You can't do that on a on a controller. I don't care what you do. And that's what I'm saying is it, you, everybody remembers those old keyboard and mouse left hand keyboard and mouse, the, the little keyboard and trackpad stuff that was made for your left hand that you can macro out like 12 to 16 buttons. You guys remember those things? They used to be in the shape of a hand and now they're more streamlined. I can't remember what they used to call those, but they used to just be like a, a game, a, a, so, a so controller or whatever. 
we used to buy those all the time and you could program those for FPS to do things that I, you know, you have to lift your thumb up to go to A, B, you know, A, X, Y, and Z. I've got my middle finger rested on what would that be and right, you know, and, and I can hit those buttons faster than you could pick your finger up and go to another button. That's what I'm saying is that you have an, it, there is a mechanical advantage to using those items and Microsoft admitted it for the longest time is one of the reasons why they didn't allow cross-platform play. Um, and, you know, and now it's just an, an assumption that, hey, if you're playing cross-platform, because now you could still turn that off. And most games allow you to do like FPS cross-platform. You can say, I don't want to play with PC people if I'm on a console. You can say that. And it will it will not show you rooms that have PC players in it. Because it is an advantage. And Microsoft knows it. And they want to try to protect and make the game fun for everybody. So, I mean, yeah. it, it matter, and no matter what what somebody says that... You know, I can be better with a controller. Yeah, if I use a controller 90% of the time, I'm going to be better than I am with a keyboard and vice versa. But the, what comes down to is is how can the weakest link destroy a mid-tier player on something just because of a controller? And, and, it, and that is what happens. A mid-tier player can get decimated by a newbie playing with a keyboard and mouse that knows at least what they're doing with a keyboard and mouse is what I'm saying is. And that's that's been Microsoft's stance, and that's probably why they've locked that down for the longest time. And now we're just getting into uncharted territories. But if they start letting you put a keyboard and mouse on everything, there's no reason that you can't just do it all together. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, I don't know. I, I'm not a PC guy. I've never been a PC guy. I mean, you guys have seen my PC. You know I'm not a PC guy. <laughs> the, uh, the, the consoles, to me, in an overall... Are, are better and that's to me pc everything everything is uh changing every second there's a new this a new that a new uh update for everything it's there's a lot of upkeep with the pc in my opinion the um console is uh plug and play now it is becoming it is becoming very pc like though and i'm really kind of surprised this last two generations didn't have some sort of uh you know plug-in or you know expansion or some crap you know that they were trying at the beginning of like sega sega cd then they had all the additional crap consoles are, are just friendly they're they're easy um yeah and you can do the keyboard and mouse on it. uh i i suck at keyboard and mouse uh if it's a shooter i can I could do real good sniping, but if you come running at me, uh, I all of a sudden have got Tourette's. It's just freaking me out. Uh, but <laughs> consoles, uh, I, I love. Uh, I mean, I grew up with Nintendo and Atari and, and all the old, old old damn systems. And I've always played a system. Uh, I don't think I really played any computer games to like Flight Simulator back in like God, 96, 98. It's probably the first time I really started playing uh, PC games. I've jumped in here and there, whoever had computer games, Oregon Trail, you know, my brother had and all this stuff. But consoles are, are just friendly. They're, uh, they're cost-effective uh, overall. I mean, so if you got uh, seven years out of a console at $500, and then the next gen comes out, same price, say $500. So 14 years, I spent $1,000 in 14 years for my consoles. 
are you going to get that much quality out of a thousand dollar PC for 14 years? Well, I mean, you... I get, I can put that into perspective for you. I built my computer in 2008 and it's still mm-hmm. running. I put $1,200 yeah. in it. Okay. Now Nick built my PC when we both went back to school. Uh, what was that? Eight years ago, Nick, give or take. I don't know how it's been longer than that, hasn't it? Yeah, it's been longer than that. Yeah. Probably like yeah. 10 years. Or yeah, give or take. Yeah, about ten years. So, and I, I think we, I think we paid a little over six hundred for all the parts and crap on mine. And it's a solid computer at the time. It just, you know, but it wasn't a, uh, a beefy, you know, gaming machine. It was designed for my schooling, AutoCAD, things like that. But you know, if I wanted to build, uh, if I wanted to build something for $1,400 right now, is it going to, and I don't mean just uh, lasting that long. I mean, is it going to be, is it going to be as quality as what comes out 14 years later? Is it going to have the same, you know, better graphics? Is it going to have the, you know, all that without having to spend another six, 12, $1,500? I mean, what's that big fancy uh, graphics card that just came out? The GTX 3080 or whatever. Yeah. 3080. Yeah, and how much was that damn thing? Pardon my language. It was like a thousand when it came out. Yeah. Right, but you have to understand that's top of the line. That's I mean, true. You can't. Right, like, and if you want to stay with the bleeding edge, right? I mean, that's pretty much bleeding edge at that point. You know, if you're going to stay with the bleeding edge of your PC and upgrading it on the bleeding edge every time, then yeah, mm-hmm. you're going to be spending a pretty penny every single time. But if you want a PC that can, you know, I mean. M- you know, I have a gaming laptop and it's a good laptop, but you know, it is getting old in the A, you know, long yeah, in the You two. haven't had that long. I mean, you've had it what, two I've, years? Uh, no, years? I've had longer than that, that. I've had it probably for like five years now. I don't think you've had it that long. He's had it for a I've, long time. Yeah, yeah I've bought it since well, we were traveling. I, I think you had it, didn't you? Yeah, I bought it pretty much when I moved into this house. I've been in this house for like six years now. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, but you it's can't, a, you cannot compare anything like a GTX. But they can still play games in high specs. Right, right but I'm just right. saying, like Shane, you can't compare like a GTX 3080 to an Xbox because I'm sorry, the GTX. Oh no, no, no! It will eat the that, Xbox alive. <laughs> right? Yeah, it does. Like I've seen it run like I've seen it run game at like 190 FPS, you know, and stuff yeah. like that. I mean, I mean, so that's what you can't compare it to. You have to compare it to. If I built a $500 computer today, I could probably get pretty... I don't know if I can get that as close as the Series X and the PS4. I may have to spend $600 on that to get that close. Maybe, just because I can't I get the hardware. I think you would have to spend more to the yeah. $1,000 range. I don't think so. Because if I spend $1,000, I'm going to get a computer that can do 120 FPS easy. And then I've just blown the Xbox out of the water. And the well, place. they had those... They had those, and, and I don't remember what they what they came up with, but remember when the Series X and the PlayStation Five were, you know, not cut, they weren't out yet, but they were talked about in their specs, and they had those sites that had built uh, an equivalent. Mm-hmm. I, I can't remember how much they said because they said how much they spent to build something that was equivalent. yeah. Linus Tech did something like that as well. A lot of a lot of places did. I think even Digital Foundry did one. Where they mm. built one, I just can't remember how much they spent. I want to say they spent close to a thousand dollars to get something equivalent, but I, I honestly don't remember. I mean, if I spent a thousand dollars, I can definitely guarantee you I can put together a, pe- a better PC than this Xbox or PlayStation. 
because that's usually my budget, and I build a a mid high range PC every time when I spend a thousand to twelve hundred dollars. I build a high to mid range PC. I don't build I don't build myself mid range PCs. If I do it, I do it right now. I can't afford a three thousand dollar high end best of everything. So I'm spending the twelve to fifteen hundred dollars for mid range, mid to high range. When I say mid to high range, I'm buying the best motherboard I can get, the best CPU I can get, like right under like max top dollar. Process, well, but you know. if you look, if you look at it though, really, if you look at when you do that, if you look at the the time frame of consoles and stuff like that. So uh, Xbox One came out what was it, seven years ago, right? Yeah, seven, 2013, I think. Seven years ago. So if you take what you spent, so if, if you had initially, uh, at that seven-year mark, you initially invested, you know, say $700, when the next generation comes around, you may only have to invest a 300 to $400 for the next generation because maybe you could keep certain pieces from the old one and just kind of upgrade a little bit. So I would say within a two-generation time frame, you you may only be a couple of hundred dollars short or a couple of hundred dollars higher than if you bought um, consoles and still easily keep up with the graphical differences between console and PC easily, if not do better. So, right. I mean, there is there is something to say. I mean, it's almost more the fact of like, I mean, think about it, Shane. You have a PS4, you have the VR, you have uh, an Xbox, you have a um, switch, you know, mm-hmm. for you, it's more of a preference of that's where you want to spend your money in those things. Now, Nick and Patrick are the supreme gamers. They're, they're the higher gamers. And I, I like to think me and you are kind of on the same level when it comes to gaming. You, you probably actually game a lot different titles, but I'm willing to go out to get the PC so that I can play the world of Warcraft uh, the civil civilizations in some cases and, and, uh, the star, the star Trek, uh, not star Trek. I was about to say star Trek. I was going to say more like, uh, Starcraft, those titles there. So, you know, that's kind of the difference within that. Right. And, and, and it does come down to preferences, but you have to understand that where you're, what you're going to do. So while we may say, so here's the biggest, big thing that was kind of left out of there. You are the outlier in this group to some extent, Russ, because between that seven years of Xbox, there was an intermediate console, and we all bought one except for you. Yeah. So, I mean, so technically, in the span of the seven year, we spent fifteen hundred dollars or thirteen yeah. or whatever because on we consoles. bought three consoles. Yeah. On yeah, consoles. that is true. I mean, yeah, I didn't think about that mid-gen, and, and yeah, you're absolutely right. And and we would do that for our console preferences. If we were playing PlayStation as heavily as we were playing Xbox, we probably would have bought the PS4 Pro. But it was kind of our back burner, like, exclusives. We weren't really playing group games with that. But I would honestly say that it's all in preference. And, you know, I prefer to play both. And so I spend my money on both. But my computer has outlasted consoles. Um, and it could still play games. Now, it doesn't mean that my console is the the rendition it was when i previously built it it still has the same motherboard in there but i did buy the top end pro i replaced the processor that i had with the max uh that i could put in there i also maxed out the memory and i've swapped and i've replaced the video card in here twice i've decided that the video card that was in there wasn't enough and and when i buy a new video card i'm not buying a 600 800 video card i'm getting a 300 one or a 200 one in there whatever i get and sometimes i'll catch them on sale now the thing that's hurting pc market right now 
is the cryptocurrency market because they're driving all the video card VGA cards up the wazoo because they're hard to get a hold of because they're using them in their miners and crap like that. You know, but I mean, it's the same power supply that's been in there. If you buy a good power supply, you wouldn't have to buy one for a very long time. Like I've got a, I, I've got a, I've got a platinum rated 850 True Power supply in there, and you know, and, and Nvidia processors are my go-to for me, and they just run and run and run and run, and I don't ever have issues. I'll go through every probably six years or seven years and replace all the fans on it, and then you know, I've also put solid states in here because when I first built this machine, solid states weren't the thing. They were, they were there, but they were like expensive, like, uh. th- like a lot of money. And, you know, and, and I, I remember when I put a solid state in this thing, it was like a buying a brand new computer because it just performed like a thousand times better. But, you're, you know, if you're going to if you want to play something that's going to give you 120 FPS, you're not going to play on a console. No, no. If that's your no. goal. Not is for to another play generation a, or two. Right. And, and, you know, and, you know, you, you know, I like my console because of my big TV, but I know a lot of people who play console on a monitor because. TVs really aren't as uh, unless you're spending a lot more money. TVs really can't play to the the specifications and and uh, and high quality as certain monitors can for a fraction of the cost. Well, that that could be a hardware upgrade for your console that adds into the cost if that's what you want to do. Like okay. even if you got like a a forty three or 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 a fifty inch or something like that that was top of the line, where because you don't want to spend the three thousand on the big unit, so you spend Fifteen hundred for a, a mid-size screen, um, because you want that hundred and twenty, or you want that that gaming mode or whatever for from the TV. Right. Yep, that's still an additional hardware. So I think cost. I think truly, I think cost is a moot point when yeah. it comes down to it. It's really like I mean, those that make that argument for cost, I think we have a way of saying, well, wait a second, you know. That's not true because you could have spent the same money on a a viable computer and and still have the same experience, if not even better in most cases. Right, and you just think of the computer as not a you know we're talking about gaming here, but my computer is not a strictly a gaming machine, and most people's it's not. I mean, my computer does everything that I don't do gaming that I need a computer for. I mean, I do the video editing on it. I do you know I do well, you know. I, everything on it, you know, uh, any type of word processing, Excel, you know, browsing the internet, uh, anything that I need to use a computer for, I use it for, you know, and my Xbox is my, you know, some people use it as a media center. I just, I don't like that. I use the built-in apps on my TV, but it's my gaming. That's what I do with it. I play, I play games on it. <laughs> so, and I think cost is just, it would be a cop out to say that cost is the reasoning, but it depends on your, on your, um, level of involvement i guess because like i said i all of us own every console and a pc so we're kind of a bad market in that aspect because we're a bad group in that because we don't have a i would say that i probably spend more on consoles than i do computer though what about you nick uh yeah for sure i mean not that i don't want to it's just that pc is expensive (laughs) i would love to have the samsung 49 inch curved gaming monitor i would absolutely there's like almost two thousand dollars but i would absolutely love one of those right and probably play oh, yeah. everything on it right. um, <laughs> but what about games and, and though? Want... but what about games i mean we're talking about what we spend on those but like nick you have eight thousand two hundred seventy four thousand two million games on PC steam you know 
as far as like cost wise, if we're talking about cost, um, I probably spend more on console games cost wise because a lot of the games I have on Steam come through but sales and uh, yes. humble bundles and various things like that where I can get like multiple games for nothing. Right, uh, like uh, you know, especially during Steam's like winter sales and summer sales, like I'll go through like five dollar games, and these games have been out for a couple of years, and they're ones I wanted to pick up, and they're like fifty cents or a dollar, and I'll just throw a whole bunch of them into my, you know, into the cart, and all in all, it cost me like twenty bucks to buy like yep. ten games. And, and I one hundred percent agree with you on that. <laughs> <laughs> so now I have like ten other, you know, now I, you know my. Uh, you know, last time we talked, my Steam library was 760 games. Now I have 766 games because I bought a few other games. But, but you again, can play more they, games on PC for cheaper than you can on Xbox. Right. And, Absolutely. you know, all these games that I bought on on PC through Steam, you know, ultimately, the, the I guess the six additional games the last time we talked probably only cost me like 20 bucks at the most. Right, and we just spent $60 on a single game. And I will say that a lot of, you know, even on PC, the games are still $60. But I will also say that it's a lot easier to get a brand new game for 10% off or $10 off on on PC than it is on any console. Because, And I think that's probably because of um, competition. I can buy a PC game from umpteen vendors uh, digitally, is what I mean, digitally, if I want a game digitally. Um, whereas on console, if I want a digital game, I have to buy from Microsoft or I have to buy from Sony or I have to buy from Nintendo, but on my computer, I can go to steam. I can go to, I can go to any of these other re- digital retailers, green man gaming, you know, humble bundle. I can go to any of these guys and, and you can find a 10% off or a $10 off a new game purchase of a new upcoming title pretty regularly and easily. Yeah. Now. You can, and it's not always, but I'm going to throw it out there. You can get those gaming bundle deals and stuff through Humble Bundle for PS4 or PS, uh, maybe five if it's real, and Xbox. You can get How? that. I have done that. I've oh, got I guess they, 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 they do have them. They do the codes. codes. Yeah. 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 They do have it's, them sometimes. It's, it's rare, not, though. It's not often. They don't have yeah. them very yeah. often. I forgot about that. Yeah. But I mean, but I'm just saying, in, in all honesty, I will, I will agree with Nick that I. I can play more games on the PC for cheaper than I can play games on the console. Oh yeah. Cause yeah. I can get the same game. I guarantee you I can get the same. Game. I, we probably could have got Hitman three on PC for 50 bucks or 53 or 55 and mm-hmm. not have paid 60 bucks for it. But since we got it on the console, it was 60 bucks uh, because they don't run. Uh, they very rarely run discounts on pre-order games on consoles. Like they do on PC. Steam typically runs on new new releases uh especially pre-orders not all and not every game granted but, but a lot of the games yeah. um they'll run a 10 percent off you know or ten dollars off yep. or whatever before the game even releases yep so you can usually pick up a game for way cheaper than you can on a console that, i would that, say 100 percent agree with patrick on that yeah pc's got the that's got the uh on the number of games and the and the, the so i mean maybe that's where your cost savings is when you think about about it overall maybe spending more on a computer and then you would a console is fine but you would make it up in the games and the cost of gaming you know just because that's where your cost is and that's a good point russ you know i often forget how cheap pc games is and nick's steam library is an testament a testament to that (laughs) i can't even catch up to him if i wanted to and 
you know, and, and I, I participate in the steam sales and sometimes green man gaming will have sales or humble bundle or origin or any of these guys. And, you know, or now what's the, uh, what's the big one that, um, they keep on having us, they keep giving away free games all the time. What's the new big Epic. one? Epic. Yeah. The Epic games. Epic give away games free games. gives away games. Like, I mean, gives away games. I mean, you I have, have pay for it. So on Epic, oh, let's put this into perspective for Epic. On Epic, in my store, and and put this into perspective, I only bought in one game to the Epic uh, store. And I, I don't remember what game it was, but I've only bought and purchased one game through there. But from their free games that they give out every... It what, was like, weekly, but now I think it's every couple weeks now. Yeah, like every couple weeks they give out a free game. And on there... I've only bought like three or four through there, but I have like third. I have, I have like, I don't know, remember the number, but it was pretty high because I log in once or twice a month and grab the free game. Oh, yeah. I always buy, always grab the free game, but I don't think they give you a count. But wow. I probably have at least 40 games right. on there. And that's just grabbing the free ones. Right. I, the only one I purchased on here was Hades, and it was on sale. Right, and you don't get that. I mean, from Microsoft and PlayStation, you don't get free games. You get free games if you subscribe to Game Pass. You get, you know, deals with gold. They give you free games, and then Game Pass, you get games. But they're they're not free. You're paying for them. But on the PC, they really are free. So, I mean, you know, so I, I would say that they are, if you look at overall cost, they're probably even. The amount that you spend on your PC levels out. The more you spend on your PC, probably eventually levels out with consoles and what you spend on the games for consoles. Because very rarely can you get a a sixty dollar game on a console when it came out years down the road, even for five dollars. They go on sale for like twenty and fifteen, but I don't think I've ever seen like a triple A title be five dollars on Xbox, where you can find triple A titles four or five years old on Steam for five dollars. Yeah, especially yeah, during their I mean, winters and summer sales. Yeah, so yeah. super. I mean, cheap. if you look at like Man Eater, I mean that game went out. Uh, PlayStation Plus subscribers got it for free this month. I think it was this month. Uh, but you still can't buy it for under twenty bucks, twenty five bucks. Right, and but remember, you have to be a subscriber. If you're not a subscriber, you can't uh, get that's it. True. So yeah. I mean, that's not free. You had to pay that fourteen yep. ninety nine or whatever their whatever PlayStation Plus is running right now. I yep. can't remember. And if you don't continue to play it, pay it, you can't play it. Right. But on these on like the Epic store, they don't care. You just you get it free and you just gotta keep your gotta keep your account. That's all you gotta do. You log into your account, you download the game. They don't say, Okay, we're revoking this free game and you know, and in, in, in a few days. So uh, but but yeah, Steam, man, I mean I log in Steam sometime and just look at what's on sale and be like, I want that. Have I played that? Have I played that? You know, and, and you know, stuff like that. So it's um, right. I do the same thing. It's like I log into Steam. You know, I usually log into Steam every day and look at because they have sales every day. Yep. And I'll look on there and be like, oh, hey, I kind of wanted to play that. What? It's a dollar fifty. Sure. Right. <laughs> yeah. I, and I and I and I love and I and, and I wish Sony and Microsoft would do something like this. But steams uh steams store i love getting reminders for them hey this game that you favorited because i wish microsoft and sony would do that hey this game that you put on your wish list is on sale and it'll say say on sale for 50 percent off and you're like uh i gotta get that now you know well xbox does do that does do that but 
I don't like the way they do it. I, you know, because Steam it it sends you an email, and, and if says, you have the and if you have the app on your phone, the app pops up a reminder. Right, the app will thing. pop up. Now for Xbox, it does tell you if it's if a if a game goes. So if you add it to your wish list on Xbox, it does tell you if a game goes on sale. But in order to see that, you have to go to the notification section on your Xbox, right. and then it will say like, "Hey, I, that game you wish list is on sale for." Whatever. I want an email at the late at the least, or right. I, want I don't the, know I why they push, don't do emails. Yeah, I want to push notification from the app is what I would prefer. Right, and there, you know, and, and thinking about Xbox, and, and I never looked it up. There might be a way to do that where it does push notification you of a game that's on sale i've just i've never actually personally looked into it to see if there was because i would assume that once you wish list it you know unless you specified otherwise it would just push an email to you saying that it is on sale right i mean i don't i mean if if they do have it and it's not a function by default microsoft needs a lesson in marketing you know i don't think they do honestly i don't think they have notifications that tell you because I would think any marketing newbie would have said, "Hey, Microsoft, let's enable this. Let's set out this new feature. And enable it by default, and anybody that has the app gets a notification when their wishlist items are on sale." Because that's a major driving feature for me for PCs. And um, so, I, and I would say access to access to games you get. So it's kind of hard, and it just because I love all of them. I love PC and I love consoles, and I can't. I I, I could never pick between the two. I can find I can find reasons to own a console and reasons to own a PC. If if I'm being pressed against the wall on you know by a console gamer, I can browbeat with PC statistics. If I'm being pushed against the wall by a PC person on game on console gaming, I could pull out statistics and 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 nail it which way or the other. Because I love both and there's reasons for both. And you know it's 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 there's no way that I could ever pick. As we've all said, there's reasons to play something on one versus the other and, you know, and all this kind of stuff. And and I love my PC. And if my computer died tomorrow, you are going to have to you will get I will guarantee you that I will figure out a way to scrape up twelve hundred dollars to build a new one. Or I'm going to replace the component that died in it. So that's another thing is that I can replace a component in my PC. You know, if I buy if my main board goes out, I'm going to spend two or three hundred dollars or maybe even more. Same thing with a processor or a video card. So, I mean, the components aren't cheap. But that's something that, that I can do if it happens. Now, my Xbox dies, there's probably a chance that I'm not going to be able to fix what's in there. <laughs> I, wanna, I don't want to get too far from a, something you said a minute ago um, sure. about like the wish list for Xbox or something like that, right? They have the capability. They already do it. You have the Game Pass app on your phone. If we have something that's leaving or coming on to Game Pass or something like that, they have the ability to update you know, they send you a little notification on your phone. Mm-hmm. Like you're telling me the technology is that much different that you couldn't put on there. Hey, big sale. This, this is on sale. Like they have that technology. They just yeah. don't do it because. I, yeah. But you get emails reason. all the time for that. Don't you? I don't I, get emails for like when games are in my wish list go on sale. I never yeah. get an email for that. Oh, that's See, what I, I'm more talking I get, about. on steam. Oh, okay. So I get emails say, Hey, uh, you know, these uh, games are just now on sale or blah, blah, blah from Xbox or whatever. Well, I think the ploy is is that Xbox wants you to come to the store. They want you to look in the store and look at those things because even though one or two things may be on sale, it's, it's just like an end cap item at the grocery store. Right. You don't need that damn end caps, but you're going to get it because you're like, oh, that looks cool. So it's the same thing as a game. You're like, oh, I didn't realize that game was, was there. I mean, okay, well, it's $30. Okay, that's 
I didn't need those Hostess cupcakes, but they exactly. were on the end and they looked good. Yep. <laughs> yep. And I, yeah. So, I mean, I can't believe Microsoft. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe there's some type of thing that, you know, I don't know. I Microsoft has an app. They have two apps. <laughs> they have the Game Pass app and they have the Microsoft Gaming app. And I have both of them on my phone. You're telling me that the Microsoft Gaming app can't send me a push notification that says, hey, this game on your wish list is on sale. Because honestly, what happens with my Microsoft wish list is I forget about it and I'll go through and I'll buy something that's on it. And Microsoft is not smart enough to remove it from my wish list. And I'll go back in every now and then add something to my wish list and be like, oh, what do I have in here? And I go look and I'm like, I already bought that one, remove that, already bought that one, remove that. So it's it is way behind the times. And I don't ever, I don't even use the PlayStation one in that manner. I don't even know if they have a wish list on the PlayStation Store. Do they have something like that on, on the PlayStation? The PlayStation, store? the PlayStation Store is such a god awful disaster. It doesn't matter if they did have a push notification. It would take six months to get to you. Right. So I mean, you know, it, it's it's just one of those things where you know PC has things that's done better, but they've also been around longer. If you can say. PC gaming has been around forever. And I mean, console to some extent, but I mean, the big players now, no. When you consider Microsoft and Sony are the big players, and I would consider Nintendo an intermediate player who was a big player that needs to get, I think Microsoft and Nintendo needs to become back in the market as a big player, but I don't know what they're, they're too busy playing with Mario or something. So Yeah, Nintendo oh. is doing what Nintendo do and, they're not going to listen to anything. They're not going to look for any trends. They're just going to do what they want. That's right. what they, you got to give them credit to. Is they're still around. Yeah. So yeah, they're, they're doing, doing something. something right. Yeah, exactly. But but I mean, just I don't. I, I this is you know th- this podcast is just going on about that about the consoles <laughs> versus PC. I mean, I can't. I can never pick. I can't pick one over the other, and I will never pick one over the other. I will well, always. I will always both. pick console because well, my PC sucks. Well, that's because you don't spend, you don't put the money in your your, con, no. your PC. And if you did put the money in your PC, you may play a little bit more PC. And as you a know, group, as a group, there's more there's more co-op games within PC. I mean, we haven't. I mean, as a group, we haven't even explored RTSs. Right. Uh, you know, like RTSs. Um, I mean, even like like we played a little bit of of Borderlands, but I mean, I think Borderlands is much better on the computer. Uh, than it plays on um, on the console. I mean, you know, it's 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 those things there. Um, most of the reason why I play console now is because we play them as a group, and we've been getting a lot of games on that. But I, I've been thinking about trying to get Jedi on the computer because I'm I'm wondering if that might play better for me versus the other. But I know we're trying to review games that way, and so I'm trying to keep consistent with that. Well, is the Jedi sure. the Jedi Fallen Order? That's on the Microsoft Ultimate thing now. Do, the, do those games come to I PC thought, too? I thought the EA Play does not come to console. EA Play does, just not new game. Uh, you mean PC? Yes, PC. Like yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't look at that. I, I might have to look that up because if, if that's the case, then I might be downloading that. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, I could never pick, and I don't know about you, Nick. I, I know Nick, you play more PC games than I do. Uh, but Nick, you, Nick plays more games than all of us do. But I, yeah. I would consider that I'm pretty close, or I try to stay with Nick. I can't. I sometimes I can't keep up, but I, you know, well, I could never. Nobody pick. can. What about nobody you? can fault you for not keeping up with Nick. <laughs> Nick, I mean, could you ever pick one over the other? Uh, no, I, I like them both. You know, and I find myself. You know, I, I play both. You know, uh, 
it, it just depends on really for me it just depends on what i want to play right um you know if i'm going to play some sort of uh game on my pc or a specific game on my pc then i'll, I'll you know you know of course then i'll play on my pc and vice versa i mean shoot i even own game the same game on my pc and xbox right. or, or or playstation or whatever you yeah, know because some, sometimes you just wonder like i played plenty of games where i you know where i got it on console and i'm like how would this play on pc because i'm just really not enjoying it and then i get it on pc and i'm like oh my god this makes a night and day difference i cannot i this i love this game but i hated it when it was on console or vice versa i played games on pc where i'm like Man, this keyboard layout just kind of funky, and I can't get used to it. And I and I move it on over to my Xbox, and I'm like, oh, this makes sense. This was more designed for this in mind than you know. It's hard to tell sometimes where developers, especially when they just push everything out, a, a, a game out for every console. You're like, what was your main intention? Because when you play certain things, sometimes it's easily noticeable on what their intention was, whether menu scroll or. Or things like that, you know where their intentions came from. But sometimes it's a little harder, and you're just playing around. You're, it doesn't feel right, and you move over to a controller, and you're like, "Oh, this is much better." Or you move from a controller to keyboard, and you're like, "Oh, this is this is how it was meant to be played." Right, or even some, you know, there's even some aspects where it's the other way. You know, it's kind of vice versa, where uh, a game was made for PC or a game was made for console, and it works better on the other one. Right, I ran across games like that where I'm like. Oh, this is all right, you know, and I played on the console. And I'm like, well, this is just works much better. So it's like, even though it wasn't really designed for, initially designed for a controller, somehow they made it work better on that. You know, it just right. feels more fluid on on the controller and vice versa, where a game might be made for the console where it just feels much better on a PC. So, yeah, it just depends for me. It really just depends on where I want to play it at the time that I want to play it. <laughs> it's right. it's kind of like, uh, you know, and like I said, I have a lot of games that I own on both where uh, even in some instances where I'll play them on both. Like maybe I'll play the game when I'm on my PC and I feel like playing the game, I'll pop that on and I'll play it and then I'll get on my Xbox or PlayStation or whatever and I'll be like, hey, I want to play that game. Well, since I'm on here, I'm going to go ahead and just pop it on here right. and play with the controller. Do I want to play it in my recliner, or do I want to play it in my desk chair? <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, it's just being like, oh, we don't want to play it right now. Where do I feel more comfortable at the moment? You know, over right. here, over there. You know, that is one thing I didn't think about until you just said it. I do prefer, uh, pretty much in any game I play, uh, I prefer to sit on my on my chair or my couch than sitting at a desk. It feels more comfortable it feels more relaxed even if it's uh you know if it's a stressed out you know run again sh- you know multiplayer shooter you know i still like to just sit back and relax in my chair on my couch you know i may sit up a little bit more but you know that's one thing uh and you don't have to you can hook your damn pc up to your tv it's fine oh my god it looks but, awful that's awful but <laughs> uh, yeah but i'm saying is I don't know. I get more comfort and relaxation and enjoyment out of my games if I'm sitting like that than I am sitting at my desk. But, you know, I sit at a computer all day and day at work, too, at a desk. And, you know, when I get home, I want to relax. Well, I think that'd be all of us. None of us actually work like manual labor jobs. We're all we're all desk jockeys here. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean. Uh, but I still don't mind my – I mean, I, to be perfectly honest with you, right now, because of COVID, I'm working from home. I sit in my desk chair, 
from the time I get up in the morning until time to get off from work. And sometimes I just spin my chair around and I'm at my computer and I'm like, all right, time to play some games. You know, <laughs> so it, that doesn't bother me as much as that. But sometimes I agree with you. I just want to plop in my recliner and use my controller and, and play through some some games on there. But uh. it's just some games just don't work as well, which, you know, it's the way that's the way it works, unfortunately. You know, I mean, but I I could never pick. Shane, I, I, Shane has never been immersed in into you know forty seven hours straight of an endless MMO space or endless yeah, or, space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, well, as you know, I'm not an MMO guy just because that's a game that's going to be addictive, and I don't want to be addicted. I'm not even sure you could play a, a modern RTS or even a turn based strategy. I mean, no. I mean, we played plenty of those On games. My computer, t- oh. No, no, even if even if you had a brand new computer, I'm sure that I don't even know if you could sit still that long. <laughs> oh no, no. When it comes to sitting on his butt, I I can hold my own, buddy. <laughs> just play a game. Uh, just play a uh, one one match of or one uh, turn or yeah, I guess match of uh, Civilization <laughs> together as a multiplayer. You'll be you'll be cussing you'll be cussing everybody <laughs> for like turn thirty. You'll be like, Russ, can you not go faster? <laughs> and then like thirty hours later. The I'm running out of pee bottles. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I even mean, playing that, even playing like some like Civilization or like Endless Space Endless or space, any yeah. of those, just That's playing wrong. those single player versus AI is like, I mean, those games like I have to just you know after like four or five hours, I'm like save I'm gonna save this back. and I'll come <laughs> back later. Yeah, it's like this game is nowhere close to being done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I agree. Because I just and and we we've played endless space games like that where we played like five or six hours and and one of us will be you know Russ or I will be like dude I I just gotta stop I, I can't do this anymore you just save it and then you're like all right you want to play some more we'll load it back up and play again you know so that was kind of the good thing about about those games too and and I just don't think that console could ever really do that unless they really adopt keyboard and mouse to that extent and I've not really seen a uh, an RTS that I thought worked really well on the console, in my opinion. Mm. Um, and turn-based strategy is the same way. I know what I'm talking about. I'm talking like grand strategy. I'm like, I cannot imagine playing Starcraft on a console or, <laughs> or Rise of Nations or, or Age of Empires on a console. Yeah, it's like, be pretty you know, tough, yeah. Halo Wars, I think, works pretty well on console. But I could, we played know, that, and I couldn't get into it. I'm going to have to agree with Nick on that. I, I think it played uh, darn well. Um I liked it better on the PC. Now, one game that I will say that came out the console that I don't even know how you could play that game was Stellaris. I don't, <laughs> I don't know, know how either, you could man. play it on the console. I put tons and tons of time in that game on PC, and I'm like, when I saw that it was on console, I'm like, how? I don't even want to attempt this. Yeah, that, yeah that's really I mean, tough. Any 4X strategy would just be almost yeah. impossible on a console. Yeah, especially the larger you make the maps. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, there's just so much micromanagement in those games, you know. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, it would be almost, I feel like it would be almost impossible. I never tried Stellaris on the Xbox, because I'm just like, I don't even know how you could even begin playing that game on the Xbox. But, you know, if we go back to in time, I can remember when I was growing up, I played all the, I played the classics, the Nintendo, the you know, all those classic consoles. And I will admit, around the time that PlayStation came in and and, uh, into purview, I left console gaming and went to PC gaming exclusively. And I didn't pick up a PlayStation. I didn't play PlayStation until PS3. 
and that's when I got back into console gaming, PS3, and then, uh, you know, the Xbox 360 time frame. And I wasn't hot and heavy into those. I was still doing a lot more PC gaming because that was the between when when the PlayStation came out and all that stuff was where MMO gaming was really hitting for me. And I played a lot of MMOs and a lot of Forex strategies and and even just grand strategy games. I played a lot of that stuff and that was my forte. And then Halo on 360, I kind of got uh, that was like my first console game back into the foray, if you will, because a buddy of mine had a 360. He's like, let's play some Halo. And I'm like, it's Halo, you know, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, OK. And then that became, you know, that became our go to game when that was fish. And Russ, if you remember, that was fish that actually brought me back yeah. into console gaming. <laughs> well, that's the thing, though, during that period of time, PC gaming did take a little bit of a leap in front of console. That might be where this whole actually, you know, if we want to get really kind of thoughtful about it, that may be where some of this this battle began was there was a time where PC gaming kind of like just lap console gaming because during that time that the MMO world was coming out, we had Counter-Strike, we had those first-person shooter games that were coming out on, on PC that were built so much better for PC than on the consoles. The consoles seemed to be, you know, I mean, if, if you want to compare it, it would be like, you know, there was a point where consoles were PS2 and PCs were PS4s. You know, it was like there was a there was a minor little bit in that time frame where the games were much more expansive on PCs than they were on consoles. So that may be in that time frame. That's when I went strictly PC gaming, pretty much. Yeah. I mean, I was playing Madden and everything like that on PlayStation on the plain PlayStation and playing uh, NHL '95 and all that stuff. And then all of a sudden, you know. There's Dungeon Siege, there's um, Counter Strike, there's Deuce X, there's there's Half Life, and then there's MMOs, and it was like, I mean, I was I was sucked in. I mean, back in that time frame, a lot of what I saw, and this is just from my personal experience, is that in that time frame around the PS1 to PS2 time frame, was a lot of games on consoles were single player minded. And I was like, well, I want to play with my friends. So that's why I played on P yeah. PC because they were like more, more geared towards playing with your friends and, and as internet uh, capable consoles, because I remember like the 360 you had to buy the, the, when your 360 originally came out, you couldn't play online until you bought that USB uh, network dongle. And then they came out with uh, what was it? The elite that had the built in Nick card in it, you know, the 360 elite. <clears throat> and then, you know, so, it's that's how consoles appeared to me when the PlayStation came out. I'm like, oh, these are all single player stuff. I'm I, I want to play with my friends. So I, you know, that's how I kind of equated it. But then, like I said, my buddies got me back in. My buddy Justin, we call him Fish, got me back into uh, console gaming with the 360, and I bought myself the 360 Elite because I didn't buy the original one. I bought the the black 360 Elite, and that kind of brought me back in. And then I bought a PlayStation 3, and then you know, I just I've had both consoles. I've had the consoles all of them since then. Back when you used to be able to mod your console too. <laughs> yeah, there's still people out there doing that, by the way. I would be afraid to brick my Microsoft would brick my five hundred dollar console. <laughs> oh yeah. And we did that too, like when the Xbox three sixty, you know, started to yep. make some games. We were gaming, you know, on that just as much as we were gaming on the PC. I, I don't remember I don't remember all the games on three sixty we played, but I mean like but we did we did 
I do remember some nights there gaming, you know, getting on there and, and gaming for sure. I mean, we still played a lot of a lot of WoW and a lot of RTSs at that period of time, but oh, yeah. it, it was definitely not until the the multiplayer became kind of expansive in the console world did we really get into playing consoles more than PC. But so really, I mean, I think that the justification or the, the end game of all that we're talking about is that there really shouldn't be a PC versus console gaming war. They, it should be, it should almost be that PCs and, and consoles are all preference based gaming platforms. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like Shane and Nick have all said, it's your preference. And that's what I believe it is. And it shouldn't be one is better than the other. Um, because, you know, there's pros and cons to both. And, you know, in my opinion, there's not enough cons for me not to own them all. So <laughs> they're Pokemon. Catch them all, only, right? Only con there is is just cost because <laughs> yeah, it's cost. an expensive habit. All of them are expensive. They all are expensive, Shane. If oh, you, I know. It, it, <laughs> it, 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 I know. I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, if you could, you too could have a, a decent PC laptop, a gaming laptop for what you've paid for a few of your other toys so it just you prefer the console gaming and that's that's fair enough yeah yeah i mean i i could but i like a lot of my other toys better than the pc <laughs> he, he'd be hunting and pecking to move and stuff he'd be like he, uh, he'd have a, we're, i'm we're not playing, that bad we're playing endless space and we're on tier five ships and he's still trying to build a tier one i know i'm still trying to figure out the loading screen <laughs> he's still like what tier what what? How do I make new ships? What? <laughs> well, you know, I mean, and then that's just what we, what I kind of, yeah. I mean, I just could never pick and I never will pick. And as long as I have a decent job and, and gaming is one of my top priorities, I'll always have all of them. Oh, yeah. Yep. When the uh, Series X came out, you know, we were all prepping for the launch and blah, blah, blah. Uh, well, I was like, oh, my God, are you ever going to stop? Uh no when i'm but buried thanks, but thanks for playing <laughs> when i when i can no longer yeah i mean oh I'll no be, my stuff's coming with me and when a new <laughs> one comes out you're gonna stick it in the hole too i want to be in the nursing home playing my video games <laughs> uh you ain't got enough plugins take off the life support i need this <laughs> <laughs> by then we'll have hopefully we'll have like pod vr <laughs> yeah just put me in the pod Make sure to put in the intravenous drip of whatever I need and just leave me in there. Mountain Dew. Yeah. Intra Mountain Dew intravenous drip. Um, yeah. I mean, so I can't pick. Uh, Shane could pick. <laughs> uh, honestly, pick? honestly, I could pick. And that's only because I got into PCs later in life than you guys did. Um, it's just, it was just the way it is. Uh, I like the ease of it, you know, and that's great, but I understand why PC, uh, it, you know, they call themselves the master race, but you know, to each his own and just have fun doing what you're doing. Yep. Play what you love. Russ, but I could never pick Russ. Could you pick one over the other? What are we taking as the parameters of picking? I mean, is it like. Everything. If you had to choose, that's it. No, I, I know that, but I'm yeah, saying, like, if I all had or nothing. to choose, like, all or nothing. Could you? Because I couldn't. I don't know if I can. I mean, but at the same time, I, 
I slightly lead towards consoles right now because it, like I've said in a, a probably you know two or three other podcasts, my console is my media center. It is, I mean, everything. I, I watch all of my shows through Xbox. I even YouTube. I even you know stream church through YouTube on Sundays. I I everything. I mean, like I'm trying to figure out and get and set up like. My next goal, and I'm using parentheses for those that can see through the podcast, my next goal <laughs> is is to have it automated, um, you know, like have either Alexa automated or, you know, however the automation is through that, so that when I walk in the door, I can just, you know, say, you know, whatever, Xbox, Xbox turn, you know, whatever the case is, to have it play music or whether while I'm cooking dinner or something like that. So that's really what my next kind of goal is to do and so and i'm excited about getting the ps5 which does not exist yet i know shane um you know (laughs) because (laughs) because you know i i am starting to enjoy console gaming quite a bit more i just i i'm not into the mmos so much and the art the rts's are are that we haven't had a really really good rts since Heck, I don't know. I mean, civilization civilization still kicks out pretty Civ deep. Six. Yeah, you know, but I mean, even that even, is that yeah. one. Yeah, three or four years old. Isn't that at least that oh, old? Yeah. So it's pretty old. Yep. You know, if the next uh, version of StarCraft comes out, I'll, it'll be tough not to want to buy that. Uh, but even I'm hoping like Diablo Four. I'm honestly, I, I know this is. This goes against everything that you are, Patrick. But I hope that they kind of come out with it on the console, and it's the same kind of button mapping that that was, because I actually enjoyed the button mapping uh, on the con- on the console for that game. It, it, I know it's strange and odd, but I just did. I so, well, you know, but the console version was a dumbed down version of the PC version as well, because you didn't have adventures and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, there Remember was we things missing. Yeah, we we yeah. were we were running. I was a little disappointed stuff. in that. But at the same time, I mean, I got enjoyment. I, I mean, I got, I probably have a hundred hours into that game minimum. I mean, I, I heck, well, I played that for. I weeks played through on. six seasons of that game, so. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm somewhere. I'm probably somewhere within that. That that's. I mean, I played at least. I have like twelve characters or something like that on, the Xbox. I mean, I just deleted it. Let's put it this way, Diablo didn't make the the Series X. Uh, download. I had it on the other one since I can remember. So, I mean, that's just, but that's just one particular game we're talking about in that sense. So, I mean, yeah, I think I would just slightly have to, I mean, we're talking hairs. We're splitting hairs here at this point. So stop (laughs) making me choose. Right. I can't choose and I don't want to choose. I want to play both and I want to have both and, you know, uh, but I, I do, I will agree with Russ on that, on a point that I migrate more towards my console now than my PC, but you know, it's, it's just, it's just happenstance right now is because those are the games that we're playing together. And, you know, and, and when we're reviewing games, we're locked into a little bit more of that until we get Shane to get a new computer. So we can do some more PC game reviews. Well, I am taking donations. <laughs> donations to Shane's computer fund. That's right. He takes pennies. Heck, we might I as well just start one of those, them. one of those darn um, Kickstarters me? or GoFundMe's. I mean, a GoFund change PC. Yeah. Do you have twenty dollars that you don't have anything to do with? Like, just tell all of our friends. Mm. Hey, if we get, 
if we get 500 friends combined giving us $20 a piece. I spend all my money on cancer medicine and 3D printers. <laughs> so he could give himself more more, more cancer. Yep. No, no. So I can uh, make Build- uh, bottles to hold all my cancer pills. <laughs> That's oh. what that resin printer's for. That yeah. new body parts so that when the parts fail, you can just replace them with the right. That's right. Part. Cool. Nick, what else? You got anything you want to add on this topic, man? I mean, I'm sure we could browbeat these both into submission for hours if we wanted to. No, not really. I think we hit all the highlights. I mean, yeah, I, I agree with you guys, I, or at least with Patrick, in that sense where I couldn't pick either one. I, I love both. And if you have the funds to do so, I would say play on everything you can because there's a lot of great games for a lot of different systems and some games don't come out for other things and so you know if if you don't play on whatever it is playstation xbox nintendo pc atari whatever you're going to miss out on some great games so you know if you love games try to you know catch them all you gotta catch them all we'll all agree to play on everything except for your phone don't play on that yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think we'll yep. all agree PS5 uh, is non-existent and phones suck for games. Well, yeah, here it is, the end of Dan- January, and I still don't have a PS5. Can't find one. Can't get a hold of one. <laughs> nope. Just put them into the damn stores, quit putting them online, and let scalpers have their way. All right. Anybody uh, else got anything they want to... Anybody else want to take a swing at this dead horse before we kill it? <laughs> no, no, no. I think there's only thing left is the mane and a tail. <laughs> yeah, it's a bloody pulp with hair now at this point. We've just kind of and and it's just because we're not going to pick sides. None of us really want to pick sides. We all want to play on everything and we're never going to call one better than the other because they have their benefits and they have their downsides. Agreed. Yep. Awesome. Well, we hope you all enjoyed this uh non-PC versus console discussion as we don't have a preference. <laughs> <laughs> and we hope to catch you guys in the next episode. Thank you.